Hello, Pablo. Hello, everybody else. Welcome to the Three-Way Quizzo podcast for the week of Sunday, September the 23rd, 2012. My God, I forgot the month. A good evening or hello or whatever to everybody. This is yet another installment of the Three-Way Quizzo podcast. This is a genuine Philadelphia version of a British style of pub quiz. If you have not played before, never fear, I am about to go through the rules. If you have listened before, welcome back. And if you haven't, here are the rules. This is going to be a general knowledge trivia game. Three rounds of questions, ten regular questions each round. At the end of the game, whatever team has the highest score will walk out of wherever you're playing. The winner, right? So you can play against other people. Keep in mind, if you do play against other people, this is not a shout-out game. This is a write-things-down game. We're going to do round one. And then I'll reveal the answers to round one. Then we'll do round two, and I'll reveal the answers to round two. And finally, the same for round number three. So again, if you do shout out the correct answer, you'll only be helping the people that you are competing against. Here are some important rules to keep in mind. First of all, like I said, there will be three rounds, right? One of those three rounds, you get to use your joker. A joker is like a magical blind double. When you joker a round, all of the regular points you got right that round will double in value. So if you're feeling really good about round one and you joker it and it turns out you got seven regular questions right, those seven points will turn into 14 points. If you got nine right, that'll turn into 18 points. But if you only got three right, that'll only turn into six points. So use it wisely. Also, remember there are a couple very important things to keep in mind about the joker. First of all, you only get to joker one of your three rounds. Also, you do have to choose to use the joker before you hear me reveal any of the answers to that round. And most importantly, only your 10 regular questions can double on a joker, all right? Uh, bonus points or extra credit points or whatever the hell I call them, they never, ever double, not even on a joker. To get a bonus point, you do have to get the underlying original question correct. So, like, if I ask a bonus on question number one and you get the bonus right, but you get question one incorrect, then there's no way that you're going to get that bonus point. You have to get the original question correct to have a shot at the bonus. Team limit is typically six people per team. Any team that goes over, well, you're on your own, so you decide about team limits. Okay. That said, there is no cheating. This is not a cheating person's game, so that means no books or magazines or newspapers or computers or cell phones or anything like that. I mean, really, I can't stop you, but that doesn't mean it's a good thing to do. Spelling is not all that important in this game. You're not going to lose points simply for misspelling an answer, unless, of course, the question was to correctly spell something. Same thing goes for full names. Unless I say otherwise, a full name is not necessary. If you just give me a correct first name or just give me a correct last name, that is good enough for the point. And if it's not, I will explicitly say otherwise. Also, remember... Although I am starting my own Scientology religion with me as the godhead, in fact, I am just a mere mortal. So if you think that I did screw things up, feel free to adjudicate the matters for yourselves. Find a reference material of some kind to check on or whatever. I don't give a shit. What I do give a shit, though, is about making this show better. So if you think you did catch me in error, like I said, feel free to disregard me. But also, please, please, please shoot me an email and correct me. Help make the show better and maybe even get a mention. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure we can all agree that's because I'm just really fucking awesome. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, this is a drinking person's game. How sweet it is that in a world that really doesn't give a flying fuck about us, we still have good things to eat and drink. Sometimes that's even just water. But also sometimes it's other things. 
Today I am drinking a delightful reheated coffee, one of my favorite kinds of coffee. Um, so here is to things not being quite as terrible as they need to be. Wherever you are, here is to you, and here is to things being okay. Chin chin, slencha, prost, lachayam, gombai, enkutatush, prost, salud. Whatever it is that you say, here is saying that. Cheers, everybody. Oh, it's still hot. Mm. And so here we go with the questions to round number one. Round one. Question number one. It concerns Roman numerals. In Roman numerals, and I'm looking for the traditional way of doing it, so that like a four is always going to be written I-V, never I-I-I-I. All right? So that kind of Roman numerals. In those kind of Roman numerals, what is going to be the longest year this century? So if you took all the years that will occur between 2001 and 2100, which one would be the longest if written in Roman numerals? And you don't have to give me the Roman numeral. You can just give me the Arabic numerals. Either will suffice. Question number two. Question number two. There is a film that was released in 2003 and it has the following initials T L O E G. That's Tango, Larry, Oprah, Ebert, Gary. T L O E G. Regarding a 2003 major feature film, what do those initials stand for? What is the title I'm looking for? Question number three. Question number three. Of all the species of birds, what is the most common type of bird? There are more of this species of bird on Earth than any other type of bird. What type of bird is it? Question number four. For almost 100 years, the Palmer method was the most popular method for teaching what in the United States? So invented by Austin Palmer more than 100 years ago, the Palmer method has been one of the most popular forms of teaching what in the U.S.? Question number five. Question number five, there is a word that is used to describe some of the Christian Gospels. Uh, it describes three of the four Christian Gospels. And the word, uh, they use the word because it means from the same point of view. What word is that? So again, it is a word that describes three of the four Christian Gospels. It comes from roots that mean from the same point of view. What word is that? Question number six. Question number six. There is a song. It's called Drift Away. And it goes, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. That song, Drift Away, has been a billboard charting hit for three different musical artists. They've had the most success with this, at least in terms of the billboard music charts. Name one of those musical artists. You get the point. 
Name two of them, and you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three musical artists who have had a major hit with the song Drift Away, you get two points of extra credit. Again, Drift Away. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. That has been a major hit for three different musical artists. If you can name just one of them, you get the point. If you can name two of them, you get a point of extra credit. And if you can name all three artists who've had a hit with that song, you get two, count them, two points of extra credit. Question number seven. Question number seven. Um, UPenn, the institution, there are many good things about it, but there's also a lot of bullshit about it. The University of Pennsylvania, as with many institutions of higher learning, has had some very stupid traditions associated with it. I'm going to read you four possible UPenn traditions that have been stopped because they're ridiculous and or other things. You tell me which one is the fake. So three of these will be real crazy bits of UPenn cultural legacy. One of them I just made up. You tell me which one is the fake. Is it A, the bowl fight? The bowl fight, that was a contest whereby one group of students tried to put a freshman into a bowl. The freshman tried to break the bowl, and UPenn stopped it after one of the freshmen got killed. B, Robotum. Robotum, that was a regular series of riots where students would do things like flip cars over pull trolley wires down, and assault the police. C. Dual day. Uh, that was a day if one student bore a grudge against another, there was a series of organized fights they could do. Originally, they were knife fights, but were quickly turned into firecracker fights. Or D. The sophomore cremation. That was when unpopular professors were burned in effigy. So which of those is the fake? Three are real. One is fake. Is it A, the bowl fight? B, Robotum? C, dual day? Or D, the sophomore cremation? Question number eight. Question number eight. A red Pegasus, that is a winged horse. A red Pegasus is the logo for what brand of gas station? So there's a brand of gas stations, a whole line of them. As their logo, they use a red Pegasus, a red winged horse. What brand of gas stations is that? Question number nine. Question number nine. Uh, there is a country whose name was coined in 1933, and it comes from Urdu and Persian for Land of the Pure. What country is that? Again, what country's name was coined in 1933, and it comes from Urdu and Persian for Land of the Pure. What country is that? And question number 10, round number one, question number 10. There is a rodent-borne virus. It has been killing people who camped at Yosemite National Park. Um, what is the name of that virus? 
just give me the more common name for the virus. The more common name is actually the genus name for the virus. And you get the point. If you can actually, though, give me the name of the species of virus, you get a point and a point of extra credit. So the rodent-borne disease that has been killing people who camped at Yosemite National Park named the genus name. That is the most common name for this virus in the media, and you get the point. If, however, you can give me the actual species name, you get a point and a point of extra credit. What virus is that? All right, and let's go through these questions, these delicate ephemeral questions. One last time, round number one. Question number one, in traditional Roman numerals, what year this century will be the biggest year? That is, in terms of the length of the Roman numerals string. What year this century will be the longest, from 2001 to 2100, when written in Roman numerals? Question number two, which 2003 film has the initials T-L-O-E-G? I told you this was a major feature film from the year 2003. Question number three, the most common type of bird on Earth. There are more of this species of bird than any other. What species of bird is it? And you can just give me the common name. I don't need the Linnaean name. Question number four. The Palmer method for almost 100 years was the most popular method for teaching what in the U.S.? Question number five. What word that is used to describe some of the Gospels, three of the four Christian Gospels, means from the same point of view? Question number six. Day after day, I'm more confused. Drift Away. That song has been a big hit for three different artists. If you can name one of them, you get the point. And for every other one that you can name, you get a point of extra credit. Don't write down more than three musical artists, though, or you will get no points. Question number seven. Stupid. You pen. Traditions. Three of these are real. One of them is fake. You tell me which one is the fake. Is it A, the bowl fight? where one group of students tried to put a freshman into a bowl. The freshman tried to break the bowl, and UPenn stopped this after a freshman got killed. B. Robotum, a regular series of riots where students would do things like flip cars over and pull down trolley wires and assault the police. C. Dual Day. If you bore a grudge against another student, you could get it out of your system on Dual Day. There was an organized series of fights, originally knife fights, but quickly changed to firecracker fights. Or D. The Sophomore Cremation. That was a day on which unpopular professors were burned in effigy. Three of those are real. One is fake. Which one is the fake UPenn tradition? Question number eight. The Red Pegasus. That has been the logo for what gas company. This is a brand of gas stations. What brand of gas stations is it? Question number nine. What country whose name was coined in 1933? Uh, the name comes from Urdu and Persian for the land of the pure. And question number 10. There is a rodent-borne virus that has been killing people who camped at Yosemite National Park. Give me the name of the genus. That is the name for this virus most common in the media. And you get the point. Give me the name of the species of virus, and you'll also get a point of extra credit. All right, that's it for round number one. So uh, if you would like some time to think, you should think. But first, remember about the Joker. If you're feeling very confident about your answers this round, you might want to consider using your Joker. It'll make all of the regular points you got right double in value. But remember, if you use it on round one, you don't get to use it on round two or on round three. And if you need some more time to think and don't want to hear me chattering on, I suggest that you press pause.
and unpause the answers to round number one. Round number one, question number one. In Roman numerals, uh, what year of this century is the longest when actually written in Roman numerals? It is MMLXXXVIII or 2088. 2088 is going to be the longest Roman numeral string in this century. Question number two, the 2003 film, and it was quite a piece of shit, had the initials T-L-O-E-G. That is the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Question number three, the most common type of bird on Earth. There are more of them than there are of us. It's the chicken, the delicious chicken. Question number four, for almost a hundred years, the Palmer method was the dominant method in the U.S. to teach handwriting or cursive handwriting or cursive question number six question number six drift away uh you know how it goes by now that was originally a hit for dobie gray dobie gray and most recently it was a big hit for uncle cracker uncle cracker but between then it was a big country hit for someone and i swear i'm not making this name up narvel felts so if you put down just Dobie Gray or Narvel Feltz or Uncle Cracker, you got the point. And for every additional one that you got right, give yourself a point of extra credit. Question number seven, stupid you pen traditions. Three of them were real. One of them I just made up. Which one did I make up? Well, it's not the bullfight. The bullfight was real uh, and violent, and they really did stop it after a freshman was killed. Also... Sophomore cremation was real. The sophomores really would burn unpopular professors in effigy. And the other real one was the regular series of riots, Robotum. Uh, they did things like tip cars over and set them on fire. Or pour kerosene on trolley tracks and set that on fire. Or burn down buildings in West Philadelphia. That kind of thing. But, you know, boys will be boys. The fake one was C-Duel Day. They never actually did anything that stupid, at least not officially sanctioned. Question number eight. Question number eight. The red Pegasus is the logo for what brand of gas stations? That's the logo for mobile. Mobile gas stations have a red flying horse. Question number nine. The name of what country? was coined in 1933 and comes from Urdu and Persian for land of the pure. Stan is the Persian part, and Pak is the Urdu part. Pakistan. Pakistan got its name in 1933. And question number 10, the virus that has been killing people who camped at Yosemite National Park. It's born by rodents and transmitted in their feces. It's the Hantavirus. Hantavirus is the name of the genus, and the particular species has the very badass species name of the Sin Nombre virus, the virus with no name. Apparently, it kills you by whipping out an empty chair and talking to it for like 10 minutes. Okay, so if you put down Hantavirus, you get the point, and if you put down Sin Nombre virus, you got a point of extra credit as well. So that's it for round number one. Tally up your scores, see how you have done, and let's get going with round number two. Round number two, question number one. Round two, question one. Uh, there is a 1972 children's book about a child who has a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. The kid's name, what is it? So what is the first name of the kid who is the title character 
in the 1972 book about a child who has a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. What's the kid's name? Question number two, question number two, there is a real life error message. This error message comes from the world of computing and the error message is PC, load, letter. What 1999 film prominently features that error message? What feature film released in 1999 prominently features the error message PC, load, letter? Question number three, question number three, what period of time was named in 1834 because of a distinctive three-banded sedimentary layer associated with it? So what period of time got its name in 1834 because of a distinctive three-banded sedimentary layer that was associated with that period of time? Question number four. Question number four. What TV series that premiered in 1993 was about two different people, both named Pete Wrigley? What TV show that premiered in 1993 was about two different people, both of whom were named Pete Wrigley? What TV show is that? Question number five, question number five, which George, so the answer to this question is someone whose first name is George, which George has been nicknamed the King of Clash, the Colossus of Clout, and the Titan of Terror? So what person who was given the first name George has been nicknamed the King of Clash, the Colossus of Clout, and the Titan of Terror? Question number six. Question number six. Which brand of peppermint schnapps uses a double-headed golden eagle for their logo? The logo of what brand of peppermint schnapps is a double-headed golden eagle? Question seven. Question number seven. Hoons. Ockers. Bogans, Yabos, and Westies. They are all subcultures or subgroups in what country? So again, Hoons, that's H-O-O-N, like Nancy, S. Ockers, O-C-K-E-R-S. Bogans, B like Barry, O-G-A-N-S. Yabos, Y-O-B-B, -B, like B.B. King, O-S, and Westies, W-E-S-T-I-E-S. -E Hoons, Ockers, Bogans, Yabos, and Westies are all names for groups in what country? Question number eight. Question number eight. What federal building is on the back of the $100 bill? and on the back of the $2 bill, but with a different view. Which building is that? Which building, federal building, would you find on the back of the American $100 bill and on the back of the American $2 bill? What 
building is that? Question number nine, question number nine, almost always used with the word short, like Martin short, almost always used with the word short. Uh, what word actually means a confession, a contrition, or an absolution? So almost always used with short. What English word actually means a confession, a contrition, or an absolution? And question number 10, round number two, question number 10, what animal nickname, this is the nickname for a type of animal, is also part of the name of St. Augustine, like the Catholic saint who was all about guilt and shit. St. Augustine, his full title in English, uh, often includes a word that is also a nickname for a type of animal. What word is that? What nickname for a type of animal is in the part of St. Augustine's name? All right, let's go through each of these questions one final time, and then I will hand it over to you guys. Round number two, question number one. There was a book released in 1972 about a child who has a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. What is that kid's name? Question number two, which 1999 film prominently features the error message PC load letter? Question number three, which period of time got its name in 1834 because of a distinctive three-banded sedimentary layer associated with it? Question number four, which TV series, which premiered in 1993, was about two different people, both of whom were named Pete Wrigley? Question number five, which George has been nicknamed the King of Clash, the Colossus of Clout, and the Titan of Terror? Question number six, which brand of peppermint schnapps uses a double-headed golden eagle for their logo? Question number seven, Hoons, Ockers, Bogans, Yabos, and Westies are all names for subcultures in what country? Question number eight, which federal building is on the back of the $100 bill and on the back of the $2 bill, albeit from a different point of view? Question number nine, almost always used along with the word short. What English word means a confession, a contrition, or an absolution? And question number 10, which animal nickname is also part of the name of St. Augustine? All right, that is it for round number two. Uh, remember, if you didn't joke around one, you can always joke around two or round three. When you use the joker, all of the regular points that you got right will double in value. But your bonus points won't. So keep that in mind. And if you don't want to hear me reveal the answers just yet, I suggest that you press pause. And unpause. The answers to round number two. Round number two. Question number one. Judith Viorst wrote a book in 1972 about a child who has a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. That kid's name is Alexander, Alexander, and a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Question number two, the 1999 film that prominently features the error message PC load letter. It turns out PC stands for paper cartridge. It's office space, office space. Question number three, the period of time named in 1834 after the distinctive three-banded sedimentary layer associated with it. That's how the Triassic got its name, Triassic. There's no such thing as the crustaceous. 
Question number four, the TV series that premiered in 1993 about two different people, both of whom were named Pete Wrigley. That is The Adventures of Pete and Pete. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Question number five, the George who was nicknamed the King of Clash, the Colossus of Clout, and the Titan of Terror. It's not George Foreman. That's not a bad guess. It's not George Washington. That is a slightly less good guess. No, the correct answer is George Herman Ruth. Babe Ruth is the guy. And if you're perplexed to hear that he was called the Titan of Terror, may I suggest you look up a little thing called the 1983 Babe Ruth Barracks Bombing. Question number six. Question number six. The brand of peppermint schnapps that uses a double-headed golden eagle for their logo. That is Rumpelmints. Rumpelmints. Question number seven. Hoons. Ackers. Bogans, Yabos, and Westies. They are all subcultures in Australia. Australia. Question number eight, the federal building that you see on the back of the $100 bill and the back of the $2 bill. The $2 bill is an interior shot. The $100 bill is an exterior shot. It's Philadelphia's own Independence Hall. Independence Hall. Question number nine, almost always used along with the word short. What English word actually means a confession, a contrition, or an absolution? It's related to like the day before Ash Wednesday is Shrove Tuesday. Shrift. Short shrift. And question number 10, the animal nickname that is also part of the name of St. Augustine. The answer is Hippo, Augustine of Hippo. Would it have helped if I had told you that he often ate sparingly? Insert hungry, hungry joke here. All right, that is it for round number two. Tally up your scores and take a look at how you are doing. Remember, if you didn't joke around one and you didn't joke around two, round three automatically jokers for use. So it's not like you can lose your joker. Uh, but don't forget to do it. That will make things easier for everybody. And coming right up, round number three. Round number three, question number one. Round three, question one, the Rottweiler, the dog, the Rottweiler, is named after the city of Rottweil, which is in what modern-day country? Rottweilers. They were named after the city of Rottweil, which is in what country? Question number two, there is a best-selling musical artist, born Peter Hernandez, uh, who has actually only ever released one studio album, uh, although he's got a number of hits under his belt, songs that he's either been featured on or written. His only studio album was 2010's Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Who is it? What best-selling musical artist, born Peter Hernandez, has only one studio album, 2010's Doo-Wops and hooligans. Who is that? Question number three. Question number three. For most of its course, the Genesee River runs in which state? Which U.S. state? Again, for most of its course, 
the Genesee River. That's like Genesee cream ale, but in river form. The Genesee River runs in which state for most of its course? Question number four. Question number four, the 2012 NFL draft. The first two draft picks, as well as the last draft pick, play the same position. Which position is it? The first two draft picks of the 2012 NFL draft. Both picks, both top two picks, play the same position. Which position is it? It's also the position played by the last pick this year. What position? Question number five. Question number five. An amalgam is a type of alloy. So that means it's a mixture of metals, right? So an amalgam, by definition, must contain which metal? There is a type of alloy called an amalgam. By definition, an amalgam must contain what metal? Question number six. Question number six. I'm going to give you four words. You give me a word that fits with all four of them in the same way, right? So one word will attach to all four of these to make four familiar phrases. The word is going to attach at the beginning of each or at the end of each, not either, not both. So it's either going to attach to the beginning of every single one of the words or the answer is going to attach at the end of all of these words to make four familiar phrases. Your words are magic. Like the gathering. Magic. Perfect. Like, very well done. Perfect. Red. Like the color, red. And pun it. That's P like Peter. U-N, like Nancy. N, like Nancy. E-T-T, -T, like Tiny Tim. Again, magic. Perfect, red, and punnet. There's one word that goes with all four of them in the same way, in the same place, etc. What word is that? Question number seven. Question number seven. Of the four Beatles, only one of them ever published an autobiography. It was published in 1980, and it was called I, Me, Mine. Which Beatles autobiography was that? One more time. Only one of the four Beatles ever published an autobiography. This one was published in 1980 and was called I, Me, Mime. Which Beatle published that autobiography? Question number eight. Question number eight. What is the word? It is a name for an athletic move, right? So it's when you're running forward, and in the process of moving forward, you do a backwards somersault or like a backwards flip. So you're moving forward. You do a backward flip but still land forward of where you took off on the somersault. It might be better known from the world of diving where divers often just do a half version of this move. What move is that? So it's one word, and it's the name of an athletic move where while traveling forward, you do a full backward somersault. 
and then wind up the way you started with your feet pointing down. This is very popular in the world of diving where they often just do a half version so the head is pointed down at the end of the move. What is the name of that move? Question number nine. Question number nine. The world's largest employer, the largest employer in the world is from the U.S., but it's not Walmart. What is the largest employer in the world? So again, it's got 3.2 million employees. That's a million more than Walmart. Like Walmart, it's based in the U.S., but it's not Walmart. What is the world's largest employer? And question number 10, round number three, question number 10. British archaeologists have announced that they found the body of what they think is a king. This is the way things are in England. They were digging in a parking lot, and they think they found a king. Why do they think it is a king? Well, for one thing, it's an adult male who had severe scoliosis and also some pretty serious injuries, like an arrow lodged in him and his head was staved in. Which king do they think they found? So again, British archaeologists announced that they found the body of what they think is a king of England. He's got severe scoliosis and some severe fucking up. Shot by an arrow, head bashed in, shit like that. Uh, which British king do they think that they found? All right, let's go through these questions one last time. Round number three, question number one. What country is the city of Rottweil in? This is the city that the Rottweiler was named after. Which modern-day country is home to Rottweil? Question number two. Which best-selling musical artist born Peter Hernandez actually has only released one studio album, 2010's Doo-Wops and Hooligans? Question number three, for most of its course, the Genesee River runs in which U.S. state? Question number four, the first two draft picks for this most recent NFL draft, the 2012 NFL draft, both play the same position. What position do they play? Question number five, an amalgam, which is a type of alloy, by definition must contain what metal? Question number six, magic, perfect, red, and punnet. Give me a word that fits with all four of them in the same place, either at the beginning of each of them or at the end of each of them, to make four familiar phrases. Give me a word that fits the bill. Question number seven. Only one Beatle has ever put out an autobiography. It was the 1980 book I, Me, Mine. Which Beatles autobiography was that? Question number eight. What is the word that is the name of the athletic move where, while moving forward, the athlete does a backwards somersault? This is popular in the world of diving, where they often do a half version of this move. What's the name of the move? Question number nine. The world's largest employer is based in the U.S., but it's not Walmart. In fact, Walmart employs a million fewer people than the correct answer. What's the correct answer? And question number ten. British archaeologists announced that they think they found the body of a king under a car park. It's an adult male with scoliosis, an arrow hole, and some head bashing. Which king do they think they found? All right, that is it for round number three. 
get ready to do some serious thinking if you haven't already. And to that end, I'm going to shut up. If you don't want to hear the answers yet, press pause. And the answers to round number three, our third and final round. Round number three, question number one. The Rottweiler was named after Rottweil. This was not a trick question. It comes from Germany. Germany, what the hell is it with Germans and scary dogs? Question number two. The best-selling musical artist who was born Peter Hernandez and who has only released one studio album, Doo-Wops and Hooligans, that is Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Question number three. For most of its course, the Genesee River runs in which state? It's the same state where you would find the Genesee Brewery. It's New York, New York. Question number four. The first two draft picks and the last draft pick for the 2012 NFL Draft both play the same position. What position is it? They're all quarterbacks, quarterbacks. Question number five. An amalgam is a type of alloy, specifically an alloy of mercury. Mercury. Delicious, delicious mercury. Question number six. Magic. Perfect. Red and Punnett. They are all types of squares. Square is the answer. Magic square, perfect square, red square, and a Punnett square. Question number seven. Only one Beatle has ever published an autobiography. It came out in 1980, and it was called I, Me, Mine. John Lennon was pretty angry about it because George Harrison didn't really say much about him. It's just like the Beatles song written by George Harrison. Question number eight. The word that is an athletic move where while going forward you do a backward somersault and yet still land forward of your initial position. That is a gainer, a gainer. And divers often do a half gainer so their head is pointing down. Question number nine. The world's largest employer is indeed based in the U.S. And no, it's not Walmart. It's good to know that if we ever need anyone to take on Walmart, the Department of Defense can do it. The Department of Defense, the U.S. Defense Department, is the world's largest employer with 3.2 million people employed. And question number 10, British archaeologists think they may have found a king. His back was all crooked, and he got pretty messed up shortly before or after dying. It is Richard III. Richard III. All right, so that is it for the game this week, except we have a tiebreaker question. Just in case there is a tie out there somewhere, I'm going to ask a question that has a numerical answer. Whatever team comes closer to the correct number will win the game. You can go high or low. It doesn't really usually matter all that much. However, there is a special situation where it matters a lot. If we have a secondary tie, if one team is over by a certain amount and the other team is under by that same exact amount, then showcase showdown rules kick in, and the advantage will go to the lower guess. So you can go high or low, but if there's a secondary tie, the advantage goes to the low guess. And you will have at least 30 seconds to answer the question. I'll ask it, and then I just have some talking to do, and then I'll reveal the answer. So the question is, Rafalka, Rafalka, the Romney horse that was in the Olympics. When was Rafalka born? What year was Rafalka? The dressage horse owned by the Romneys, born. You have 30 seconds. All right. Thank you for listening. I'm glad you made it all the way through here. If you have any questions or comments or just want to shoot the shit, drop me a line. The email address is threewayquizzo at gmail.com. That's the numeral three, W-A-Y-Q-U-I-Z-Z-O at gmail.com. 
Also, if you want some answer sheets or some scoring sheets or anything that would be helpful like that, also drop me a line. And as you can tell, I need some theme music or something to liven this shit up. So if that is your bag, why not drop me a line? Threewayquizzo at gmail.com. Remember, no matter what they say or do to you, you're still a worthwhile person. And huzzah! Autumn is here. One of the better seasons. All right. Can't believe I'm out of shit to say already. Uh, the answer, the correct answer to the tiebreaker question, when was Rafalka born? Rafalka was born in 1997. 1997. That's old as shit for a horse. Or at least for a dog. I actually don't know much about horse lifespans. All right, that's it. I'm going to call this a done deal and let you get back to whatever you were doing. However you got here, get home safe, and I will talk to you soon. Later.